Well, 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 it is Monday. It is the 30th of October 2023, and tomorrow night is indeed that time where the ghouls come out to play. Good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. How are you? I suppose I'm as well as well can be. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm okay. Hi. Can't we apologise for that brief audio uh, problem there? <laughs> it wouldn't be chasing descent if we didn't have an audio glitch somewhere. Well, some kind of glitch indeed, some kind mm. of glitch. Um, I hope people who are watching this either live or, in fact, watching it back are <coughs> doing well. Um, yeah. It's been a bit of a, a weekend. I'm still sort of getting back into the swing of things, having been away last week. But um, <laughs> the more I look at the news, John, the more I'm despairing yet again. Uh, yeah, it's not him. Um, it's not. We're not in a happy place as a world right now, are we? We're not in a happy no, place I mean, at all. No, I mean, if you're subscribed to the other channel, you'll see that I'm trying to sort of put out content over there have been over the course of the weekend just to try and lift some bloody spirits show you know show people some of the stuff we did um and so if you haven't seen it yet go over there uh, and check it out the real review um there's more to come there's way more to come over there but obviously the show must go on we are back normal service can resume john <sighs> introduce the show so with that um Everyone, I'd like to introduce this episode 264 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, and with Ben. I got nightmares in my head, I fear that the thoughts build up until I can't hear That my mind fills up into a creature And it haunts me somewhere much deeper So there's a question, Ben. But don't forget the mix minus. I've done that. Oh, he did it! He did it! We got some audio right! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's a question for you, Ben. So, tomorrow night will be the last of the Halloween intro. Mm -hmm. Should we have a new intro, or should we be thinking about the Christmas intro? <laughs> We should be thinking about the Christmas intro, baby. Come on. Hey, yeah. Christmas intro. Yeah, yeah, somewhere, yeah. Reuse that. Hey, it was quite good last year's, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was. Cellini says still can't get used to stupid clock change and it being so dark. So uh, I hope you all did put your clocks back. I mean, I know we live in a world where they mostly do it themselves now. But I'd still have to remind my grandmother each time. So get on the phone to her. Nan, the clocks went back. Oh, thank you, dear. Thank you. And she puts the clocks back. Um, and if you've got elderly relatives too who do not live in this digital age, perhaps give them a call. Hi, Joe. Remember, put the clocks back. 
<laughs> Watch that corn pop. <laughs> You're a bad dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it is too early for Christmas. It's November. I don't think. I wholeheartedly agree with you. And the shops have had a Christmas aisle for the last two goddamn months. And it's getting bigger. It's getting bigger now. There's Christmas food down there. Yeah. Yeah, my local B&M, mate. My local B&M now has three full Christmas aisles. Three full Christmas aisles. Bloody hell. Um. Shalini says, leave the bloody clocks alone. Oh, it's in the last. It's in the last. We'll talk about it is it. in the list. We will talk about it. It is in the list. Now, we're going to add a new little segment tonight, aren't we, John? We are, Ben. We are. We're going to add a little, a little je ne sais quoi. <laughs> we are. Uh, but, but as we have uh, not too much in the way of funnies, we'll just put it on the end, shall we? And yeah. give them yeah, a little bit of lighthearted relief on the end. Yeah. Shall we? A happy ending, so to speak. Oh, happy ending indeed. And we they haven't even paid us. I know, I know. But uh, if you want to give us a happy ending, don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and indeed, if you can support us further, you know the drill. In the pinned comment, there are ways you can do that. Otherwise, John, let's just dive into the news tonight, shall we? Okay, let's start with the sad news of Matthew Perry's death in his jacuzzi yes. in his Californian home, I think. I, yes. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Yes, Ben. Um, I know that he's... This is going to sound really heartless. It's going to sound really bloody heartless. Go for it. I, I know that he's, you know, quote-unquote famous. Uh-huh. There's always such a disproportionate reaction to someone that many people, most people, 99.99% of people have never met passing away. And it's like, oh, it's such a sad thing. And yes, it is a sad thing when anybody passes away, but none of you knew him. None of you knew him. And if you're to believe, if we are to believe the, the... Reporting on the man of the last few years, he had heavy addiction problems, heavy alcohol problems. And during the last two seasons of Friends, this guy was paid $2 million an episode. This man could get any vice that he wanted and would never have had to have worked again, right? Yeah. Um, And I can see heart problems being... um, thrown about in in the chat and i don't think that's actually been confirmed so far it's been reported that his death was from drowning in his jacuzzi so we obviously have to he did have speak pres- prescription meds apparently for his heart i don't know i don't know it didn't well, say what they were, were for but they said they had he had prescription meds were found i, I mean let's be honest though in all, all the years of drink and drug abuse probably did do some damage to his ticker. Yeah, it's probably what did me in. Yeah. Anyway. Is that what it was, John? Yeah. All the partying? Probably. All the hedonism? Uh, uh, <laughs> just too much drink, mate. <laughs> Can you imagine, John, on the beach, 
right? In his speedos, no. hedonism. No. Hey, oh, let's fucking have some. Oh, I've, never, I've never been to hedonism. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, so there you go. So um, there's not much else we can say about poor Matt. Only 54. Yeah. That's a shame. But hey-ho. Hey, if I make it to fifty-four, I'll I'll call that I'll call that a victory. I'll call that a win. Yeah, the way you're I'm, going, I'm just, you'll be lucky I'm to. Just saying, you'll be lucky to make it to forty-four. <laughs> I know, and that's only ten years from now. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Right. Jeez. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking about well, uh, let's get the deaths over at the front end, then, shall we? Um. Mm-hmm. Did you? You did. You did see the hockey player, did you? Yeah. So yeah. That, that, that's I just seen the video. U, UK ice hockey game. Um, yeah. Apparently, the guy that one of the guys took a, a a kick to the throat, which basically cut his throat. Um, and yeah, and he died. Yeah. Um, and having seen what the team were calling a tragic accident, to me, it wasn't an accident. It looked pretty deliberate. Um, I, I, I would say I, I, that wasn't even manslaughter. That was murder. That was a deliberate act. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. This can't be termed a tragic accident. When when you look at the footage, he deliberately throws his foot into that man's throat. He he deliberately yeah. does it. He does. It's, it's very clear. It's a deliberate act. And it's not even as if you could say, oh, he stumbled and he was putting his leg out to stop himself because you wouldn't lift your leg that high. And having actually been quite adept on ice skates myself back when I was, uh, John speaks about when he had money. I speak about when I had working legs. But back when I had working legs, um, (laughs) I used to be quite good on the old ice skates and the roller skates. And I'm telling you now, that is not a way to stop yourself if you are stumbling. No, this was it was not an accident. He didn't stumble. He was off balance yeah. because he lifted his leg that high to hit the guy. I have never exactly. seen. Exactly. You know, I've watched ice hockey for quite some amount of years, and I've been to yeah. many, many ice hockey games, both professional yeah. and in this country, and I've never seen, I've never seen an ice hockey player lift his foot as high as that because these things are no, deadly no, sharp. Me either. They're dangerous weapons. Well, exactly. And you sit there before a match, and you know if you are very serious at what you do you sharpen them you sharpen them on a pretty pretty much a daily basis you're you're absolutely right these are dangerous deadly weapons and they're they're, strapped to your feet that's why they're called blades you know (laughs) and the thing is the thing is people get cut occasionally playing ice hockey but usually it's when you're lying on the ground and a player stumbles over you or something like that not um, not when you're still fully upright Right, I mean, no, he, he didn't lift. lift his, his leg. He did not lift his leg to get his balance. No, he did not. No, no, you no should, way. No way. Absolutely you don't lift no your way. leg, throat high to get your balance. Regardless, I he mean, he had to lift his leg over <laughs> five feet off the ground. There's no way. And like I said, I used to use these things myself. Right, and if I went off balance, you put your leg out. You don't put your leg up to stop yeah. yourself. It's yeah, it's at least it was at least intended to hurt the guy. Yeah, I will say that much. It looks to me to be fully intentional. It's a very deliberate 
raising of the leg. Yeah, and I was... just can't, I can't get around people saying this was an accident. It just doesn't uh, look uh, like one. It's, there's, I don't think there's any excuse in that. None whatsoever. Mm. No, um, and the police are investigating yeah, it, are. and I think they yeah. may come to the same conclusion. Um, but obviously, we'll keep an eye on it, and if there are any updates that come our way, we will yeah. endeavour to talk about it. Um, but, but yeah, it's it's quite horrific. It really is. Um, John, what else do you have on your little list of magic? Well, I've got um, so Oregon. You know, well, you know how many schools had um, had dropped their their requirement to to basically um, graduate from school because of the previous pandemic and the fact that people's education yeah. was interrupted to a degree. Um, so Oregon have um, said they're going to continue not standards testing, so everyone's going to get a high school diploma um, up until 2028. And I'll tell you why this is. I mean, obviously, Oregon is the state that contains the city of Portland. Yeah, and if you know anything about Portland, it's just a hive of delinquency. I think would be the best way to to, to frame it. It's full of these Antifa activists. Uh, they at one point a few years ago they pretty much took over the city, and by that I mean they had free reign. Mm -hmm. The mayor of Portland would just let them do what they like, and in fact showed verbal and physical support for them until, of course, he actually turned up to one of their rallies and they went after him. But um. <laughs> Still, this is a state that is infested with ideology, and that ideology does not conform to the highest denominator. It conforms to the lowest common denominator, and that's what these so-called activists are. They're stupid. They're not educated. Yeah, I think they are reactionary. And I, I'll be honest, I can't see them ever going back to applying standards there if they let it continue for that amount of time. Well, exactly. And if they if they let the the way that the state and, you know, like I say, Portland specifically are going um, continue, <laughs> there won't even be any education, let alone standards. Yeah. Um, these people, these people are nuts. They're absolutely nuts. Um, but this is what happens in Democrat run cities. And I, I, I struggle I struggle because I support, you know, I support neither the Democrats or the Republicans. The results speak for themselves uh, when, when you when you look down into it. The worst off cities are all run by Democrats. The states mm -hmm. are all run by Democrats. They are. Because yeah. they don't seem to care about you getting a good education, a, a good a good start in life, even. You know, they quite like it when they're filling up their prisons and then letting people go. And I I mean they have no moral, moral might not be the right word, but they have no grasp on reality. And the reality of the situation is that the way they run city and the way that they, you know, well, introduce I think, all of these programs. Yeah, I think, I think it seems to me that the Democrats seem to have just got into this kind of rut where they just can, they, they don't care about the people. They just really want themselves to be continually voted in. And therefore yeah. they will just throw money at liberal arts programs and 
aid and free drugs and all that in order to continue getting voted in. And you know, remember, remember they they use people via their demographics. Like for example, Joe Biden, who sat there and said, "If if uh, you vote for Donald Trump, you ain't black, right? Or if you don't vote for me, you ain't black." Yeah, they use people's demographics, and they, uh, and I will say this: I think black people in America are waking up to it. Yeah, because the more and more and more I see uh, over the last few months, especially, I'm seeing like rappers on stage chanting for Donald Trump and stuff like that. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, but the Democrats don't care about all of the people that they claim to have, you know, all of these causes for. They don't care about you. They don't care about you if you're black. They don't care about you if you're LGBTQ. What they care about is your vote. So they will say what they need to say, even if they don't mean it, and usually they don't, to get your vote. They're using you. And that's as much as I'll say on that. Okay. Um, Here's something I feel we need to clear up, people. Oh. Yes. yes. Oh well, yeah. What have I done? No, it's not you, mate. It's not you. It's it's these idiots on Twitter. Yes, mm-hmm. the king has prorogued parliament. Has he? Well, yeah. He they do he it does. every freaking year at the end of yeah. the session before Absolutely. the next state opening. Therefore, Absolutely. it's not sinister. There's nothing behind it. It's the end of the session. It happens all the time. And the only reason the king hasn't done it for the last 70 years is because there wasn't a king. (laughs) So stop freaking out about something that happens every year. My God, people are so dense. They're going to do well, yeah, anything because... sinister about the king proroguing parliament at this point in time. Well, no, because the parliament session's finished and he's got to stay opening next week. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to turn up in his in his nice gold carriage or mummy's gold carriage. Yeah, um, and and read a little statement uh, prepared for him by Richland Arsunak. Yeah. Um, my government will do this, and yeah. my government will do that, and. Uh, yeah, Black Rod will be happy. Yeah, get a bang on the door. Yep. yep, yep, yep. So, I mean, all pomp it's and all circumstance. That's it. Pomp and circumstance. So, yeah, yeah. So, I, I really don't want to hear any more about it. I don't want to hear any more about it. Tell those clowns on Twitter to shut the F up. There's a lot that those clowns on Twitter need to shut the F up about, to be honest. Yeah. I mean,. Does. I keep saying it over and over again, just because you might like somebody, us included, in this statement, doesn't mean that everything they tell you is a fact is a fact. Just because you agree with someone on something, make sure that what they're telling you is true. Or if they're going to give you an opinion, make sure they're discerning opinion from fact, which is what we try and do here all of the time. But anyone that tells you Anyone that tells you that they know everything about everything is lying. They're lying. Apart from Ian Miles Chong. God <laughs> damn it, that man. <laughs> he he triggers you, doesn't he? 
And Dom you know the Looker. Dom the Looker, he triggers me. Dom Luca. Oh my god. Dom Luca. What a moron. <laughs> Dom. I'm sorry, moron. but uh, uh, <laughs> I I'm I I'm remiss to criticize, right? Because anytime I do criticize Ian Miles Chong, uh-huh. my stalker, Mr. Dixon. Yeah, oh, oh. Oh, sorry. Uh, my my stalker um, says that I'm I'm only tweeting to get Twitter money. Do I get Twitter money, John? Am I monetized? I I don't think so. No, no, I'm not. Well, we've um, never had money off any platform yet. No, we'd like to. We'd like some. Yeah, I mean, we've made what fifty cents on Rumble in two years. Uh, yeah. Well, We've made seven cents this week on Rumble People. Oh my god, seven cents. Seven cents this week. Well, that's it, John. Get the Ferraris on order. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Get them on order, John. It's... Right, um, <laughs> right, moving on. Uh Fuck you, Ian Miles Chung. What? So a chap called James Maxwell. Mm. Um, bought a bought a a firearm in America. Yeah, over the internet using crypto, right? And asked for it to be delivered to Scotland with a hundred rounds of nine millimeter hollow point ammo. I'm not sure this would have gone well for him. <laughs> well, it hasn't. It hasn't. So. No. A man who carried out an online search for the Dunblane school shooting and tried to import a handgun and 100 rounds of ammunition from the US has been jailed for five years. Oh. So James Maxwell, five years actually seems quite lenient when you hear the rest of the charges. James Maxwell, 28, of Leaving and Fife, paid £1,000 in crypto to buy the um, self-loading pistol and bullets. His plans were thwarted after a US law enforcement officer searched and found a Glock 17 and ammunition in a UK-bound mail package which included Maxwell's address, phone number and immediately alerted Police Scotland. Four days later, a package containing the the gun box and two, and two ammunition boxes was delivered to Maxwell's home and officers arrived with a search warrant and found it in his bedroom. He was sentenced at the High Court in Edinburgh after he pled guilty to purchasing and attempting to acquire and possess a prohibited weapon. Um, He also admitted buying and attempting to acquire and possess the ammunition and attempting to import the firearm and bullets without lawful authority. He further admitted possessing an indecent Category A video of a child and possessing extreme pornographic images involving animals. I mean, this dude, um, dude was messed up, or is messed up. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's just messed up. But that doesn't excuse what he did. Now, at the end of the day, you know how I feel about them disarming us. Yeah, right? yeah. I I don't think it ever should have well, happened. Now, actually, I was reading something about this, and there wasn't a... There wasn't a high incidence of um, mass, and there's been quite there's been a couple of mass shootings in America this week as well. Right? They so, have. So there hasn't been really any evidence of mass shootings prior to the nineties, right? When, right. 
and and again, correlation is not no by no means proof of causation, but mm -hmm. the increase in the use of antipsychotic and depress antidepressant drugs has increased dramatically since the nineties. And well, so has the increase in things like gang culture, though. But that, I mean, it was very prevalent in the nineties. Well, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think you could say that. I think gang culture has always been around. Um, yeah, but it in was fact, glorified had, more. Well, so. no, I, 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 I really don't think you can say that either. I mean, we had the razor gangs, okay. the, the razor gangs in Glasgow in the fifties that went around slashing people. You know, so. We've always yeah, had ice cream gang wars, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we've had, we've always had these things. So I don't think it's a rise in gang culture. I think I think it could be drug related, and it, it, it's more worrying when people try and come off these drugs because yeah. a, a lot of people think they can just stop taking them, and when you've yeah. been taking and and this is not medical advice. Our 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 um. Our mantra is always seek uh, proper medical practitioner advice if you want to come off drugs, especially prescription drugs, um, because yep. because you have to be careful because you you can't just stop taking them because they really mess up your your thinking, and uh, and um, a lot can go wrong when you do. Would you like a conversational narcissistic anecdote, John? Oh God, <laughs> um, if you wish, but be careful because don't. <laughs> Make sure it's not advice. No, it's not advice. It's just a story, really. Um, yeah. Back when, back when um, some very terrible things happened to me, um, I was placed upon what is known as, well, you know, colloquially known as Prozac, and also an antipsychotic called Haloperidol. Mm -hmm. um, I was not in a good place, and I can tell you now, they put me in an even worse place and when i tried to come off them john mm -hmm. well i woke up in the hospital after my heart had stopped oh bloody hell that's scary mm. yeah so yes, that's what i'm saying I, you, yeah you, you've got to you've got to be very careful with some of these drugs um you'll be very careful with them yeah. because they don't really just in my personal experience they did more harm than good in my personal experience now, i'm not saying that the same for everybody else yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but I'm saying that they are very powerful. They mess with your mind big time. And if you are not already in a, it would, if you're already in a kind of unstable place, I'm not sure that there's much help there. Put it that way. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I, I mean, things have probably changed since that occurred and maybe they've got a better grasp of what they should and shouldn't do now, but. Um, I, as always, if you're on these things and you need to, and you want to come off them, or you feel that you need assistance, there are people out there that will help you. You know, and you need to, you need to, you need the first port of call needs to always be your personal GP, mm -hmm. your personal GP, because they're going to know you and your health best. Um, and you know, people will tell her, "Oh, oh we shilling for the medical establishment." No, right. Throughout our entire lives, we usually, in this country, here in the UK, we usually have one or two GPs, right? We have the same doctor. I had the same doctor for the first 22 years of my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. They know yeah. you. They know your, your health. And um, 
they are always your your best first port of call. They really are. Indeed, right, um, right. So um, Israel, Israel has okay. uh, our Benjamin Netanyahu said there will be no ceasefire because Hamas broke the ceasefire on the seventh of October and he can't trust them not to do it again. So there will be no ceasefire as far as Israel is concerned. He's only announced within the last couple of hours, isn't he? Yeah, he did yeah. A, but he did a press conference. I think it was pretty much on the cards because I mean America's been. America's been kind of pushing this as well, and 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 the UK because we've been voting against the UN resolutions, or we've been ab- abstaining. Yeah, and and okay, this is just me separating myself from all of it. But when it comes to wars to which we are not directly involved, there's Russia, Ukraine, now uh, Israel, and I'd say Hamas rather than Palestine. Um, our government seem to be interested in keeping them going, right? Yeah. They don't want them to stop because it's good. For, it's good for business. It's good for business. Yeah, it might be, but I, I don't think they quite understand that the position that they are placing the UK in. Because if they can, I mean, I, you've seen the you've seen things happening in like the South China Sea with the B fifty two or whatever. Been closely mm-hmm. visited by uh, a couple of uh, Chinese fighter jets, and one has to one has to ask, what's a B fifty two doing in the South China Sea? Because a B fifty two is a bomber; it's not a reconnaissance plane, you know. No, yeah, but a B fifty two is a bomber indeed, um, and it's it's going to be that's going to be what seven thousand miles away from America. Yeah, you know, and look, I I just don't want to see. Ultimately, this is going to sound once again. This is going to sound pretty damn heartless, right? Mm-hmm. But this isn't our fight. No, it's Ukraine not. Ukraine and but... Russia is not our fight. Israel and Hamas is not our fight. But it is... and what I don't want to see. Right. So the problem now is the problem now is because of the UK stance and the fact that we are we are actively doing things that we shouldn't be doing, like. Voting against UN resolutions, like putting our warships into harm's way, like um, providing materials and assistance and training, mm-hmm. you know, into a war that really doesn't shouldn't affect us, right? What, no. what you've got now is you've got NATO involved in a a war between two other countries, right? Mm-hmm. And and the UK is is more and more looking like an excellent target for Russia. If you want to destabilize well, NATO, the one country you would have would be the UK. Well, unfortunately, you're probably right, first of all, and that is unfortunate because that is where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but second of all, I just... I can't grasp the fact that we keep sticking our fucking noses in where it's not wanted, it's not welcome, and not only that, it's not necessary because all our governments do is continue to put our populations in danger. They might not see it, but that is what they are doing. Because Yeah, and and we've always done it. We've always done it because we did it in World War One. We got involved in a war that really didn't involve us. And we yep. had an out in World War Two, and we didn't take it. 
You know, I mean, that, uh, we, we just like to poke our noses on, don't we? We're, we're, we're nearly we, as bad as America. Uh, well, I would say that the British establishment, for sure, is has always been extremely warmongering. It has. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we do, we, I say we, they do like a good war. And they get excited. They get excited in the halls of Whitehall when there's a hall, when there's a war. Yeah, I know. Um, it's quite terrifying that people are like this because, like I say, their actions, their excitement, and their joy—and I, I use that word purposely—is yeah. putting my kids in danger putting your kids in danger, your mothers, your brothers, your sisters, aunts, uncles, nephews, nieces, grandparents, all being put in danger by these warmongering, I I best not call them what I want to call them because I don't want to get your channel hurt, John. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of, well, it's not really warmongering, but so the alleged plane from Israel that landed in a Russian southern state yeah, and was mobbed by people wanting to find out where the passengers were from, right? Yeah. The whole incident has been blamed by Russia on Ukraine. Okay, you're going to have to help me out here. Right, so Russia is saying that Ukraine have provoked it and they've put, they have insurgents in there that have driven the people up to the point where they have provoked this issue and made them um, come out and, you know, basically try and attack the people that were coming off that plane. So for those who don't know, uh, at an airport in Russia, a plane landed that is from or may be from Tel Aviv, right, in Israel. A whole bunch of, I guess we can only call them Muslims, stormed the airport, broke through security, pushed through, mobbed this plane, and were looking essentially, I think, to murder Jews. That was their only goal. Um, they even grabbed a guy that was Uzbeki. Uzbekistan, and they, they were like, "Search him, get his passport, search for his phone." He's saying he's not a Jew. It it was quite horrifying. Yeah, really, it was because people talk about you know religious bigotry and stuff, and that's what that that was one of the big, biggest examples of it I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Just because you are a certain ethnicity or believe a certain religion does not mean people should be able to storm an airport, try and drag you off a plane and kill you, for God's sake. Um, but although we're, we are pointing out that we don't know what has happened to anything or anyone, I don't think anyone's the, gone that far. Well, no, the police have apparently taken control of the situation. The airport is closed until at least November the 5th. Uh, and... The riots have been quelled for now, allegedly. This is what is coming out of Russian authority. So you don't know if that's true, for God's sake. It's coming out of Russian authority. Yeah. But still, it's it's insane. It's insane because look at what we've seen on the streets of London for the past few weeks running. 
Yeah, I know. We're now seeing people from those quote-unquote pro-Palestine marches arrested because they are calling on the streets of London for the death of Jewish people, and it shouldn't be allowed. Okay? I'm a free speech guy. You know that. Everybody knows that. But I think there is a line, and that line is when you start calling for people to be bloody killed. Mm-hmm. That's a line. And I think that's a line you don't cross. But these people have been able to, because of their religion, get away with doing this for th- years and years and years. See, this is this is part of our softly, softly approaching political correctness yeah. that just Absolutely. doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Because we are allowing people. You want to talk about hate speech. People want to talk about hate speech, right? I don't really believe in the term. I don't really believe in the concept. But I think when you're calling for people to be, you know, ended because of their religion, I think that's probably where it is. And unfortunately, this other religion, who I will not name, are very adept at calling for the death of that other religion and have been allowed to get away with it in this country for so long. And it's Mm -hmm. only taken uh, the horrific things that happened on October the 7th in in Israel for the British establishment, the British police to raise their heads up and go, you know what? Maybe they shouldn't be calling for the death of Jews. Yeah. Right? We've had clerics and imams and uh, and they're like doing this in British establishment over and over and over again. And it's just been allowed to slide. And then that sort of rhetoric is what has led to what happened on that plane in southern Russia. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to say that Ukraine did this. I will say it was likely because that is the rhetoric that has been taught in some extremist establishments. And it should have been pushed and pushed. And now there seems to be some kind of bloody holy war going on. Well, and I think there always has outside. been. Yeah, but it's spread now. It, it, the, it's well, no, spread. it hasn't. It hasn't really spread because it's always been there. It's just not been as active. I mean, I, I don't you, know if I'm articulating this correctly. If you look at it, though, if you look at what's going on, everything's in the manual. It tells you exactly what to do. It certainly, the the book of which you speak certainly does not speak highly of Jewish people. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't, doesn't speak highly of anyone other than, you know, their, their own. But anyway, um, there's a... There's, there's very little that we can do to um, alleviate that situation. And the fact is, I think we've gone too far down the wrong route in certain areas of the country. And, you know, yeah. well, even when you've got the Scottish First Minister not performing his duties because yeah. he's worried about his in-laws, you know, you know what, mate? Sometimes you just got to put things aside. You're supposed to be running a country. You know. Well, at the end of the day, if he if he can't, he should step if he aside. Can't do his job. He should step. And you know what? Nobody, myself included, nobody would look badly upon him for saying, "Look, my family's safety and whatever I can do to to sort that out comes first. I need to step aside." Nobody would look badly on the man for doing that. Nobody, no, because I no, would no. understand that. Aye, but he he wouldn't do it because his ego's too big. 
Right, anyway, uh, shall we move on? I believe so. I, you know, this, this, me, me, I, I don't know everything about these situations. I don't know much about these situations, but it's getting so damn sad to have continued to talk about them. But it is the news. Well, yeah, it is the news. And the problem is that it's, it, it's a very controlled situation as well because it's in a very small place and the information, yeah. the, the, the information is, Strictly controlled, um, yeah, if, and yeah. effectively strictly controlled as well, because you've no idea what's actually going on, and and you're no doubt getting propaganda on both sides because that is the way of war, you know. But confusion and misdirection is the the, mm. the things you want to do, so you don't actually know what's real and what's not because it's not like. Um, it's it's not like previous wars where people have people have been more open and shown you what's going on. Yeah. Now everything's being very strictly controlled, and you're only getting drip fed things that that go along with what your current government wants you to see. Exactly. Now let's let's move on. Let's let's move yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Um. So, Boris Johnson. Hmm. I, I and and he did make a statement saying we must support Israel, right? Which um, oh, I don't care. Which, which I I don't think he has the right to say. Um, but now he's he's going from former prime minister to television presenter. Yeah, he's got himself. He's landed himself a show, hasn't he, on GB News? Okay, but it's show. not like, but it's not like a normal news. Um, show. It's, it's sort of like what John Cleese is doing. So John Cleese has got himself a show on GB News. Um, yeah, right. And he started. He started airing this week where, um, it's not a news show. It's basically an interview show, and it's going to be that same sort of format. Boris Johnson's not going to be sitting behind the news desk, <sighs> you know, five nights a week, uh, filling Dan Wooden's spot, for example. He's going to do a, a limited run, a limited series, probably like eight or ten episodes. And then they'll go, oh, that was pretty good, Boris. We'll do another series next year. So he's going to try um, and be a kind of short-run Joe Rogan? Yeah, pretty much. He's, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, that's not going to work, is it? Well, or do you know what? GB, GB News has its audience. And despite the fact they have completely uh, outed themselves to be just another tool of the establishment, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. They always were. Their audience. Yeah, but of course they were. They they had Ofcom bloody approval. Uh-huh. You have to have it in order to... People will say, oh, well, Ofcom approval, that's not such a bad thing. Ofcom is a censorship bureau, people. That's what it is. And with the, with, with, with the initiation of this online safety bill, they're going to have control of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And they're going to get to decide what is real and what isn't real and what's misinformation. I mean, you know, I know it's hyperbolic, and I know it's hyperbolic when I say this sort of thing should terrify you. But who are these people? Who are these people? Who elected them to decide whether or not you can say certain things in certain places on certain platforms on the internet? Who are they? Well, it's... I, I explained what's going to happen. The internet's going to get more and more controlled. 
Of because course it is. We've, because... had, we've had our free run, we've had our fun, and now it's going to become more and more controlled. And, and you can see it happening. I mean, look at look at Musk. Look at what he's done now. So yeah. now on Twitter, right, you can't uh-huh. message someone that has their messages open if right. you're not a blue tick. So you can, you know how you can open up your messages and anyone could message you? Well, no, no, you yeah. can't. So now if you're not a blue tick, you can only message people that follow you. So if you follow someone who has open messages, you still can't send them a message. What happens is you get a pop-up that says, would you like to upgrade? Because only blue ticks can message people that don't follow them. And, I, my, I, response, and my response is, fuck off, Elon. But you know what? It gets even worse because... When we signed up for what was originally called Twitter Blue, right? That's a fucking joke. <laughs> well, when we signed up for it, there were certain promises made. Yeah. And one of those promises was algorithmic favorability. Now, as a couple of people who are trying to grow this show and turn it into a business, algorithmic favorability is something that we would benefit from. Except we haven't received it, have we, John, at all? No, I mean, the whole thing, I, I tell you, if I had the money, I would take Twitter to court for false oh, advertising yeah, was... and failing to deliver. Um, you know, the, yeah. it's, it's a breach of the Trade Descriptions Act, what they delivered, because they didn't deliver yeah, anything. But, but, there is a but here. Go on. They're saying you can now have favorability mm-hmm. if you sign up to x premium plus yeah it's even fucking more pay more money to get less <laughs> <laughs> elon musk is such a money grabbing little bitch isn't he he really well, he did spend 42 billion dollars on the company and he's got to recuperate that well, somehow yeah. but right? you know what that was his ego that spent that money that's all yeah. that was. That wasn't business sense. Mm. That's not the actions of a rational man. That was the actions no. of someone who, whose ego got the better of him. The man's yeah. a clown, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I hope it, no. I hope yeah. it f- crashes and burns. And the way he's going, it will, because he will drive people off it. Because nobody's going, nobody in their right mind is going to pay for it. And it's like, it's like I, I actually tweeted today, I said... No one actually creates anything for Twitter, do they? Because all that Twitter seems to Only be... Only Tucker. Yeah. All that Twitter seems to be is a repository of twi- TikTok videos for people that don't watch TikTok, right? Yep. And um, links to longer-form content on YouTube for people that want to watch longer-form content. They go to YouTube. Nobody nobody sits... I, don't, I would never sit and watch an hour-long show on Twitter. I mean, you've sent me I a mean, couple be, of things. You've sent me a couple of things on Twitter, and I've said, I'm not watching that. <laughs> not on Twitter. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, people used to watch this show quite a lot when it was streamed on Twitter. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, people are nuts. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what? That's, I guess that's it's, easy, it's convenience, isn't it? It's easy. Well, having said that, you it's, see, people used to watch it. It was never high numbers. Oh, Andrew said, it's funny that some ads he allows end up getting community noted. Yeah, they do, because mm-hmm. they're from these dropshipping companies, first of all. But second of all, your boy here is on the community notes team. <laughs> you're just, oh, a, yes, you're just a shell, that's all you are. 
Your boys on the community notes team. <laughs> oh. Did you see Stephen um, King? Um, was it who was it? No, no, it was um, what's his name? That clown Scott Adams. Did you see what he said today? What did he say um, today? Should I community well, note him? No, but apparently he's been reposting five posts a day or something. So he says I'm not going to repost anything today because I don't know if these posts are right. So they might get me demonetized. And I thought. This what is a plonker! Thing. What a plonker! I mean, use your noggin and find out if they're right or not before you repost them. Because that's another thing that's been announced, that if you deliberately spread misinformation, you will be demonetized if it gets hit by community notes, right? Mm-hmm. But they've also said they're working out a way to stop community notes being weaponized in order to demonetize people. <laughs> the whole thing's a shit show. It's never going to work. Well, of course not. Uh, and, and like I say, your boy's on the community notes team, and I've been having a right laugh. I've yeah. been having a right laugh. I mean, when they asked me to do it, um, I've gone from an 11-month ban to being on the community <laughs> Yeah, and I'm still banned for making a joke. Anyway, um, Vivek, Vivek, speaking of psychos, Vivek Ramaswamy went all biblical, didn't he? Uh, I I would say it was he went Mad Max. He went more Mad Max than biblical. Well, he went Old Testament, certainly, didn't he? Yeah, oh my God. I mean, I thought Vivek was... He was in the running, wasn't he? He was in the running if mm-hmm. if Trump didn't make it through. He was in the running for but what he has said, my God. I don't <laughs> even know if we can repeat it. I, I, well, let's just think. He, he suggested that Israel... No, he suggested that Hamas gives up their leaders, right? Yeah. Um, and And displays... Parts of their leaders, right, on spears or pikes along the border, and as mm-hmm. a as a, a warning to others not to ever do what happened on October seventh again. Now that's a kind of toned down version of what he actually said. But it, yeah. I mean, he re- he really went full Old Testament biblical stuff on it. He really did. He said that you know Hamas should give up their leaders, and then Israel should take these leaders captive and do this to them. Mm-hmm. So take these people captive and place them upon spikes. Yeah. Uh, I just, mean, just, just the part of their bodies above their shoulders on yeah. spikes. Just repeating what I said. Yeah. Except, but it's insane. Yeah, it is insane. I mean, that's why I said the guy's gone psycho. I don't understand yeah. why he would... I don't understand what would possess him to do, unless he thinks he's going to get votes from that. But yeah, I mean, well, promotional violence shouldn't be allowed. But this wasn't necessarily just on Twitter. This, well, they're having yeah, you promote promotional violence isn't allowed on Twitter allegedly, right? Unless allegedly. you're unless you're Ukrainian or <laughs> or. <laughs> Or, you know, Sarah Ashton, Shirilla, yeah, or whatever his name yeah. is. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, um, it's just like, oh, it's like it, it, Twitter lets you do what they want you to do. So they're just another purveyor speaking of the narrative. Of, speaking of Ukraine, just for a minute, just for a minute, 
The U.S. State Department confirmed the other day that Gonzalo Lira is indeed in a Ukrainian detention facility. <laughs> and? I'm just saying, because nobody's that. heard from him. Oh, yeah. Nobody's heard uh, from him. I bet he got locked up again, remember? Ah, Sarah told yeah. him. I haven't heard from Sarah for ages. Well, Sarah's back on Twitter, but doesn't really do much. Just keeps posting pictures of himself bald. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, speaking of bald people, um, the, the the speaker, the new speaker of the of the house, effectively yes. said that Biden was senile. So he told the truth. Yeah, yeah. He was asked a question whether he thought um, Mr. Mr. Biden was in cognitive decline, and he said, "Yes, I think he is." Well, I think that's very obvious and apparent to anybody with eyes and ears. The mm -hmm. Joe Biden, and and that's not once again that's not to denigrate people who are in cognitive decline. It's to point out an obvious fact that, as far as the American people are aware, this man has his finger on the big red bloody button. Yeah, and he doesn't know what day it is, and he doesn't know what state he's in. Yeah, that I know. That's 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 the reality of the situation. Joseph Biden has dementia, in my opinion. And I've had family members with dementia. I know what it looks like, and it looks like Joe bloody Biden. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you are right. Um, so the I'm last right the last item on the list tonight is um is the clocks, the cha change in time, and apparently studies have shown that it can be bad for your health and can cause things like strokes, um, mental health issues, uh, suicide. So it's not it's not a good um it's not a good thing. Uh, apparently, what what the study is saying is that it interferes with your circadian rhythm, and some people are more sensitive than others. Obviously, like our little Shalini is sensitive to this. She's probably I mean, falling asleep, sleep. major. Well, I barely sleep anyway, and I definitely don't sleep on any kind of um <laughs> you know sleep rotation. Yeah, but you don't really I count. Don't... You're not really a representative of the human race, mate. Because no one, you know, normal people don't have that level of sugar in their blood system. In fact, normal That's people, true. normal people don't have that level of blood in, the their, in their sugar system. That's true. So, there you go. You've pressed the button. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, it's mucky. Well, I mean, you all know what jet lag's like, and mm. you know, moving moving the clocks will give you. A, a a bit of jet lag, really, one way or the other. So it's quite annoying. Um, well, that 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 Andrew isn't isn't a change in. Sorry, there's a comment in the chat that says, "What's Ben's blood type? Treacle, probably or golden syrup." Um, yeah, look, yeah. So yeah, I'm thinking what Andrew's sister. It sounds like she's got sad. You know, seasonal affective disorder, in which case yeah. it, it doesn't matter what the clocks say, it's just the fact that there's less light in the winter. Maybe she should move um maybe she should move somewhere south where the, the light evens out, you know. All right. If you lot in the chat are gonna be mocking me for for my for my sugar <laughs> intake, the least you can bloody do is leave a like. Right? That's the least you can do. <laughs> They're doing it. Seriously, you could you could probably get a microscope and look at what a 
Ben's arteries and see the actual see it actually creeping along <laughs> because <laughs> see the crystallized sugar yeah. just going through it yeah. the thick the thick sugary mess that is blends blends Ben's blood system <laughs> <laughs> that's all going to change by the end of this week <sighs> yeah yeah Ben's Ben's going to come off the sugar again for I am I'm going to be an absolute I'm going to be an absolute asshole for the first few days. So yeah. no change then? <laughs> no change. No change. Uh, right. So shall we move on to our new segment? I think so. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday, and that means... John. There you go. I wanted to call it Monday at the movies, but he's called it Monday Movie Mania. Well, um, the alliteration so is good, I think. Without spoiling it, if we can. Me and John have both watched the latest release from Blumhouse, Five Nights at Freddy's, directed by Emma Tammy and released finally after eight years. So many scripts, it's unreal. More than one movie studio. And uh, now breaking records, John. It's breaking records. That's good. That's good. That is good. So I'll just give you a, a little article here from Variety. Five Nights at Freddy's box office. All the records shattered in opening weekend. Uh, the film only cost $20 million to produce. First of all, it was in profit before it ever hit a cinema, cinema screen because of its distribution deal with Peacock. Five Nights at Freddy's, Universal Blumhouse is terrifying. We'll talk about that in a minute. Adaptation of the popular video game made a killing in its box office debut with $80 million in North America. $132 million globally for a PG-13 horror film, 15 in this country. Uh, that's bloody good, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, it released simultaneously on Peacock and in cinemas in the United States and solely in cinemas here. Uh, John, ben. what did you think of the video game adaptation that is Five Nights at Freddy's? Well, I've never seen the video game, so I can't really comment on that. But I thought as a I movie... about 13 games. Yeah, I've never seen any of them. Um, as a movie, I thought it was okay. It was a bit middle of the road. Um, wasn't as good as Totally Killer. I enjoyed that more. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was, it was okay. The characters were a bit uninspiring. Um, the actors were a bit uninspired. Uh, I mean, I, I think it suffered from a terrible script, first of all. Yeah. So I think the actors did the best, especially Josh Hutcherson and Matthew Lillard did the best with what they had and what they had wasn't much. Didn't like him at all. Didn't like his style. Hey, Matthew Lillard. No, the, the. Josh Hutchinson guy, you know the guy that yeah, played he's the from lead, Mike. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like his style at all. He was, he was trying to play a tortured soul, but doing it really, really obviously and badly, in my view. <laughs> I, was... I mean, 
<laughs> you saw it on you saw it on um let's say Peacock on the streaming service. Yeah. And I saw it on the big screen. Yeah. Um I am well I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed because what should have been the focus, which was the ghost kids and the animatronics and mm-hmm. um, all of that, the horror involved with that, and I do say horror because it is a horror series, it's a horror franchise, sort of fell to the wayside uh, in favor of this weird story with many sub-stories, including one about custody that sort of didn't yeah. technically resolve. Um, yeah, the whole thing was, the whole thing was, I just said it was a badly written script and it it didn't, yes. it, it probably ends up still leaving more questions asked than resolved at the end of it. Well, they've, they've definitely locked in the sequel, I would imagine. They signed Matthew Lillard for free movie. Yeah. Um. So there probably will be the free movie. But I think it's suffered from the fact that, and I'm 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 just going to say the words table fort. That's all I'm going to say, right? Table fort. Right. Forts. Um, that should have never been. When you see the movie, you'll understand what I mean. Okay. Um, these are meant to be sinister, scary, murderous animatronics, and they were. They are. N- for for about five seconds. Yeah. Um, but uh, Beats and Tape says could have been more jump scares. I mean, the entire game franchise is built on jump scares, and I didn't really feel there were many jump scares. I I, I think it suffered. Okay, this is my personal opinion. Well, I'd say there was more jumps. It, there's more jump scares in their Halloween intro than the rest of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think it suffered from being made for PG thirteen. I think this should have been made as an R-rated movie. I think they should have gone full ham on the blood, on the gore, on the horror aspect of it. Yeah. But because the game franchise is so beloved by children, because of YouTube, they went PG-13. And they got away with a lot because they did a lot of the, the deaths in, in, like in Shadow yeah. and, and things like that. They got away with a lot more than you would normally get away with. Uh, they were very creative, but I just don't think there was enough of it. Um, I think that they should have they should have just really dialed in with, especially with Matthew Lillard having an actor of his caliber only used for perhaps four minutes of screen time, um, and whilst trying not to spoil anything. He is the main antagonist because everybody who knows the game series will know that. Um, and he is barely used. He is the best part of the movie, in my opinion. And there just wasn't enough of it. Yeah. However, Ooh, excuse me. However, having said all of that, I did come away smiling. It was dumb. It was badly written. But to see those characters up there on the screen, um. And a professional movie studio have a go at it. Fair play, and the fans are going to love it. The fans of the game are going to absolutely go mad for this movie. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, fair, fair to it. It was okay. I'd give it five and a half. I, I'd probably give it a six out of ten. Okay, 
Um, needs more. Needs more Matthew Lillard. Uh, he's, I know he signed for free movies, so use him. Because clearly, he only had like two days on set, if that. Use the guy, because you've got such a high-caliber actor there. Especially, but you know, he's ghost-facing the original bloody Scream, for God's sake. Use the guy. Yeah. Speaking of Scream, have you seen Scream 7? Was it any good? Uh, Scream, don't you mean Scream 6? Was it oh, Scream 7. So, is it not 7? I've seen the latest one. I went yeah. to the cinema to see the latest one. I think that yeah, was I've seven. seen the latest one. I think it was 7, was it? It's too many. <laughs> it's too many. <laughs> Maybe it's not 7. So you you have seen it. Was it worth watching? Yeah. I have, yeah. Right, okay. Oh, well, once again, it's it's a silly silly slasher movie. Um, quite well, apparently it was quite actually. gory, was it? Yeah. And and you get to see Ghostface with a shotgun. So. Oh, that's different. It's set in New York, it I believe. It is different. Yeah. 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 And um, what's her name? Jenna Ortega's on it, isn't it? Of course she is. She was in the last one as well. Oh, was she? All right, okay. It, and yes, in, it, it, I, I believe this is number seven. Um, but yeah, I saw it. Um, I saw it at the cinema. It, like I say, good way to kill a couple of hours. If you like that sort of thing, I mean, many people don't like horror movies. Um, in fact, one of my good friends, the woman that we went away with, right? Mm -hmm. She's so macabre. She is so macabre. And she's all into, you know, supernatural, ghosts. Um, yeah, won't watch a horror movie. <laughs> won't watch a horror movie. Yeah. Doesn't like a horror movie. I don't understand it. Yeah, that's, I, I, so I've got a few movies to watch. Um, so um, oh, and I was going to say another movie that I did watch this weekend mm -hmm. is called Straight, right? Strays, and it's about um, it's about dogs, voiced by Will Ferrell, Jamie Fox. Okay. And, and a bunch of and they are very foul mouthed dogs. Okay. Um, and the oh. whole premise of the movie is that one of the dog's owners abandons him, so he wants to get revenge by biting his uh, appendage off. Okay. That's the premise of the movie. Great. And in fact, it was terrible, but it was so funny. So, is that a yes or a no? <laughs> That's uh, if you really want to kill. It's not even two hours. I would I would recommend it just for a laugh. It's a terrible movie. Yeah. But, but I yeah, I, I would recommend it to you. I've never seen Saw and I've never seen anything that would lead me to want to watch it. Uh, I'll tell you what, actually, the Saw franchise, first three movies are fantastic. Um, four, five, and six are... Well, four, four is awful, five is awful, six is really good. Seven is terrible. Um, Jigsaw, I think it was, is number eight, was pretty bad. Spiral from the Book of Saw, which is number nine, was a good reset for the franchise. But they forgot about that and went back for Saw X, which is meh. So there's a couple of movies that I've got lined up that have been recommended to me. So one of them is Ambulance. Not seen it. Um, the next one is... And some of these are quite old, right? So the next one is uh, the Void, right from twenty from twenty sixteen, um, and the Empty Man from twenty twenty. Not seen it. 
and Jupiter Ascending from 2015. No, don't watch it. Why? Just don't watch it. No, right. So this is probably where we're going to differ here because what's wrong with Jupiter Ascending? Fucking terrible. Right, okay. So Valerian and a Thousand Planets? Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets? What did you think of that? That's the book, right? No, that's a movie. Valerian and a City Not seen of a... that. You've not seen Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets? Nope. Well, you should have a watch. You should... All I'm saying is, Jupiter Ascending is boring. Okay. Right. It is so boring. Well, I, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> and then he's going to come back and say, you know what? Well, You're absolutely right. Well, no, because we, we obviously completely differ because Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, I just can't watch. Mm-hmm. Awful. Just can't, can't watch Me it. Me either. I've tried to watch it twice. Oh, who was it? Why do we differ? Because I agree with you. All right. I thought it was. Terrible film. Oh, okay. So, right. Yeah, I just can't watch it at all. I've, I, I've tried to watch it twice and I can't. It's just abysmal. Uh, well, the no chat is agreeing watch. with me on Jupiter Ascending. Okay, well, I'm going to watch it then. Um, because if you, know me be by now, if you know me by now, I like to do what people say I shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not. Okay. I, I watch the movie, prepare to be bored. Okay. Very, very bored. What about some of these upcoming movies that are coming out? Um, like Such as? Aquaman and Aquaman, you know, Aquaman 2. That's coming out soon, isn't it? Aquaman 2 is going to lose a ton of money. Um, um, the Marvels, which is coming out this mm-hmm. week, I think, is going to lose a ton of money. Okay. Um, um, Craven the Hunter? Has been delayed by about a year, I think. They're pretty much completely reshooting it. Are they? Okay. Yep. Uh, I know. I know. Twenty twenty five now for Snow White. Yep, we're dwarfs now. Yeah, yeah. Despite the fact it was, sh- despite the fact it was shot with seven magical creatures and in actors, three of whom are black, they've all been CGI'd over with white dwarfs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What else is coming? Uh... Um. There's plenty. I mean, quite we, can, we can discuss. Coming. We can discuss a slew of upcoming movies and how they're going to absolutely fail on next week Monday movie. Madness. Yeah, we could, we could, and we shall need to watch something. I might be able to give you my opinion of Jupiter Ascending next week. Please do. That's, uh, that's what we're exactly going for next week. Uh, uh, interesting. Uh, I just don't have 17 hours to watch Killer of the Flower Moon. Pardon. Killer. I know that it's not seven. Killers, Killers of the Flower, of the Flower Moon. Moon. It's a new Martin Scorsese film. Oh, apparently a, it's very long. I'm not a great Scorsese fan, to be fair. Yeah, it's like I don't fancy it either. I, I wasn't really a great Godfather fan either. You know, I, I, I'm with you. I think the best movie ever made was not made by Martin Scorsese. It was made by Steven Spielberg. And that was Jaws. The original Jaws. Best movie ever made. The best movie ever made. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a big statement. I, I I just love everything about it, including the struggle to get it made. Knowing the behind the scenes, what happened there. 
I, I just love everything about that film. Show me the way to movie. go home. Yeah, it was a good movie. It I'm tired good. and I want to go to bed. Yeah, well, okay. I had a little drink about an hour ago and it's come right to my head. Okay, good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, we'll give it a look. So um, there we go. There we go. That's our um, movie episode. Anything else you want to add at this point in time? Uh, I want to add this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if you have enjoyed tonight's ramblings, then please do leave a like, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and of course, please hit that share button. And if you can, support us a little bit further, because, you know, we're poor, then please consider a donation at ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash chasing descent. Or right here on YouTube, if you want them to take 30%, you can click that join button. Um, also, during live shows, we always prioritize Super Chats. I can't really do the wink, can I? Um, <laughs> Are you one of these people that has to open their mouth to wink? I'm trying. I'm, try I'm trying, John. I'm trying. Ah, <laughs> uh, Right, well, with that, I'm going to recline. Right, and with that, I'd like to thank everyone for attending this episode 264 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, and with Ben. It's been great, as always, for you. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm a shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'm a stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo! Got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Six feet deep, wonder, but my body won't decay. Cause my messages are timeless, so they'll put them on display. Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty. I have a sense of urgency. A message for eternity for everyone internally. I had some people burning me, but now they fucking learn to see. I ain't the one to fuck with. Now they looking nervously, and I don't really care what you think of me respectfully. You can kick rocks if you think you're fucking better. See, I will outwork you, turn you to an enemy. Hurt you so bad.